Welcome back, everybody, to episode 160 of the Lookout Podcast. I am Mills. I am here straight off of Anime NYC. But unlike the other two years that we have frequented the pod, I have no exclusive interview. I have no special audio goodies. I have no scoops. I have no previews. I have no panels. I have absolutely nothing. So I said, what would be a better episode to talk about anime con adventures than this one? So thankfully, of course, we are not alone here. I'm never alone because we have LJ here, of course, co-host. Uh, uh, for, you didn't for have some- me this year. Well, no, we didn't, I didn't have you this year, but still, I mean, you still went to you still went to a con a couple of weeks ago. You we were a panelist. You were a panelist on the con. Oops. Um, but yes, you weren't here. This is the first year that you weren't here that I went. Um, and then, of course, we have had to bring AD on. I'm not even he's give the con AD man. A, yeah, he is the true <laughs> con man. I'm not even gonna give him a long intro because you know who the hell he is. But we have AD here, um, fresh off of AWA last month. Um, yeah, man. Fresh off DreamCon from this summer that we can kind of like talk about. I don't think we've talked about it on the pod, have we? What DreamCon? I'm pretty are sure we AD's have. AD's Adventures of DreamCon or DreamCon a- in general? I think this a- was be- the the Naruto episode. Oh right, right, right. right. Okay, okay. Yes, 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 yes. We did talk about it. So. Nonetheless, and then of course the police siren in the background that completes the you know completes the cipher. But we're here to talk about anime cons this week. I went to Anime NYC this week. I would just like to say, just first things first, my upsetness of not having anything to show for this entire event—literally <laughs> nothing. Outside of great, follow us on Instagram, the Lookout RNC. We got great videos. We got a reel that you should check out. Already have over a thousand plays. Um, we got some cosplays that we check out. I might have one more video, like, but that literally might be it. Like, I have nothing. When I tell you I have nothing, I it it, it bothers me. It irks me in my soul that I have nothing to show. I didn't even go back on Sunday. I don't know if you know this, LJ. I didn't go back today. Like, I didn't. Usually, I make. We do the three-day thing, even as much as my body is broken down and can't handle literally walking around for 45 minutes to three hours every time. Um, usually, I go back on Sunday. I didn't go back. I went, to, first of all, also have to say, I went with Jay from Subsly Dubsly, who showed up in a major, major way. He was so, I think this was his first time in New York City. And I could tell by how bright his eyes were and how amazed he was with everything that was going on in the city. And just like, he got lost on the train and he had the whole experience. It was amazing. Like he's, he, he, he went through it. 80. Have you ever been to New York? Uh, yeah, I haven't been in a few years, but, um, yeah, I've been. I got family up there, so we've had the experience of getting lost in the stuff. You got family up here. Where are they? Yeah, where man. are they staying? Uh, Brooklyn. Wow. Okay. Yeah, man. Okay. All right. Well, listen. Don't be a stranger. You know what I'm saying? They oh, yeah. they oh, yeah. they rescheduled Anime NYC to the late summer this year. So, just saying. 
it's supposed to be august 25th or something or august 24th or something literally they change a date from fall to summer which is great because i think everyone the previous years was freezing their ass off this year was not the case this year actually was considerably warmer weather I kind of want to blame Jamal for that because I feel like he brought the Minnesota weather. <laughs> I feel like you That's brought what? Minnesota weather. It it's, but it was warm this year. What, what explanation other than you were here? Like Jay was other, there. He brought the he brought the Atlanta heat. Minnesota. How how warm is it in Atlanta right now, AD? Uh, it was actually pretty chilly this weekend, but like it's about to warm See? back up. Look at that, Jay Lee's. Atlanta gets cold. <laughs> New York gets warm. It's because Jay was there. You can't blame me. That's crazy. I'm blaming you. I'm blaming you for cold weather that you that That's apparently crazy. wasn't cold to you. Um, I know, bro. What? Yeah, that'd be the thing. Every time I go there, it's like, okay, maybe I'm wilding a little bit, but it's like 45, low 50, maybe. You're bugging. The night of the dinner was 33 degrees, and you're out there in a hoodie just by yourself. I mean, like, it's not cold, but your hands are clearly in your pockets. Your neck is firmly in the rest of your body. Like, it's definitely, like, not cold, but you're like, bro, it's not cold. It's I said, cold, uh, it's it wasn't cold. I wasn't shivering. I was a real man. Well, okay. We need to, we <laughs> All need I'm to, saying uh, is that when I came out there, I'm coming from where it's like 15. Okay. Fair. Still cold to literally everybody else. <laughs> like yeah. literally everybody else. Um but with that said, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna figure out this for the late summer kind of vibe and kind of like how this is. I don't know. Considering how maybe considering how this episode ends, maybe we won't even be back next year because I have. Uh, I'm trying to figure out how I should say this. If I should just like let the chopper fly, if I should just why like, not? As, be be as honest as you want to be. I, yeah, you know what. I, I want to explain my experience, and I haven't gone with it in detail um, with everyone else. But we'll talk about kind of like cons in general, but I haven't explained it in detail. But I'm going to explain it this 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 thing. I'm going to explain my experience in terms of what happened. Not necessarily. I don't want to say who's to blame, even though it's not me really, but it is partly me. I'm like half to half to blame. Um, so anime NYC, of course. Press time. It's time to sign up as we do with all conventions um we are i think actually notable press i think considering um besides the actual publications themselves which to be honest with you i feel like an anime public you know what let me shut up but <laughs> you're breaking news you're good if you're the crunchy rolls of the world the anime news networks of the world you're good maybe the kotaku's um shout out to everyone who got laid off by kotaku a couple weeks ago I hope you guys find amazing gigs because there was a bunch of great writers who got unfortunately laid off. Um, and a couple other like news things. I think you're good. Everyone else really didn't know who you are, but I'm sure you do amazing work as well. Um, I feel like for us, for press, we have done such a good job at capturing this event, not only just for our listeners, but for people on YouTube and people on social as well over the last two years. Um, that we essentially i was i was ready for the third year i was like you know what cool let's let's get in it i signed up i made a i'll tell you about the fatal error i made signing up um so they say that the and i'm just gonna get everyone into the experience of what it means like signing up for press for anime thing and like how it went and how it shouldn't have gone and how this is actually going 
Um, however, I um, so I signed up. They said, oh, you should hear back beginning of October. Of course, I didn't hear back at the beginning of October. So I was like, oh, this is kind of weird. I've been here two years in a row. I've captured great things. I've linked our videos, which have thousands and thousands of views. Um, this is weird. So I email Anime NYC, of course, and they sent me to the press person. And the press person is different than this year than the years that we went, Jamal. So it's a completely new press thing. There's a completely new person running Anime NYC. Um, it's completely new press uh, junket that's also running it. It's a comp or agency rather. I would I would say an agency, a group. Um, so I get in contact with the person who is the head of the group, and she's essentially like, "Yeah, we're gonna work it out. Don't worry. You know, I'm gonna get you your QR code. This is let me pull up receipts. <laughs> this is." This is I, I need to, you know, why I need to because it's not completely my fault. There's a part of it that's my fault, but it's not my fault. Friday, October 20th was actually I'm bugging. I'm literally bugging. Let's go back to when I first sent this email. Um, Friday, October 20th. I sent this Tuesday, October 17th. Didn't hear back from Anime NYC until Friday didn't hear from the actual group until later on that friday so friday october 20th so i hear back from them they're like oh, okay you know we're gonna figure this out um i'll check on this for you i don't hear back from them until they said oh monday you should hear back by the end of the day i don't hear back from them until thursday after i like send two emails after it and just being like hey you know just following up like where are we at with this oh i'm gonna get the qr code rushed to you I said thanks next monday still no qr code next friday still no qr code it's we're in november now um then they say oh the lookout did the did the, the, the email you give was the lookout rnc on gmail and i said did I give that email? Oh, shit. I gave the wrong email. Because everything on our social is the lookout RNC. So I think I wrote that in for our email. So I said, okay, bet. I wrote in the wrong email. I was like, no, can you just change it? This is the beginning of November. I said, can you just change it to lookout RNC? Do you need me to submit it again? And they're like, no, don't submit it again. Don't worry about it. We got this, et cetera, et cetera. I spent two weeks after that just asking like yo can you send the qr code here's the email once again send it please da, 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 da. i need to know. and then so it isn't until the week of the event the monday of the event this event starts on friday the monday of the event um i finally they finally sort out the email situation which blew my mind i was like it doesn't take two weeks to figure this out like either send me it or just sent so eventually they don't even send me it for to the lookout email they sent it essentially they created two qr codes using the head of the press ladies thing and they just sent me that and i said okay great can you let me know who's on the slate to be interviewed they tell me on wednesday okay we're gonna have it to you by the end of the day we're still figuring it out do i hear back from them on wednesday absolutely not um so i said you know what the event is on Friday. I'm going to go in and I'm going to handle business. I'm just walking. I'm going to talk to... I'm going to find this... Mama! Oh, shit. I shouldn't have said her name. Oh, well. Um, 
Whatever. Bleep it out. Just bleep it out. Boop. I'll, I'll, I'll bleep it out. I'll, I'll make a note for it. Um, but I, I'm gonna send. I'm gonna send her an email, um, and we're gonna we're gonna sit there and figure it out. So I get to a con. Shout it up. Everything goes smoothly. Getting in. I'm in. Everyone's in cosplay. It's amazing. You know what it is. It's Friday. It's a beautiful end of the day. I get in and I go to the press room. Um. It's a smaller press room this year. Again, everything's different. We didn't even have alternate rooms. There was like two rooms dedicated for press, which is bad. Um, so I get in there and I say, hey, can I speak to blah, blah, blah? And they're like, oh, she's, you know, working with other people right now. So eventually I get to I get to speak to this person. Right. And I said, hey, you know, I'm, I'm Jamil from The Lookout. Like we spoke pretty much for the past month about this. And she was like, oh, okay, yes, what do you need? And I'm like, are you dead ass? Like, <laughs> I was like, hey, I have no interview scheduled at all. I have nothing. You guys have sent me nothing, even though she said something. She was like, oh, oh, okay. And then what she does, what she proceeds to do, is she puts her hand on my hand and says, we're going to talk about this the incident <laughs> first. You putting the the. And in my brain, I'm like, why is your hand on my hand? Because she's about to cook your ass. <laughs> no, but I'm like, but, I'm, but I was like, in my brain, I'm like, she's like, we had to do all this back and forth. And I'm like, bro, we figured this out on Monday. Who cares anymore? I'm asking you where you didn't send me anything for any interviews. Apparently, there were like releases you had to sign and all this other stuff like that. It's a completely different thing from previous years. So I was like, so she was like, oh, you know, everyone already um, figured out that because when I sent when I sent the initial interview, I was like, OK, there's panel reservations already being thing. I need to be on those panels since y'all don't give press any sort of access to panels at all um, to cover them or take pictures of them or anything. Y'all don't give them exclusive press or anything. Um, so I said, OK, boom, I need to be able to cover them. That's why I sent the initial email. I said they're going out this week. If we can figure this out this week, I can get on these panels. We can have some at least exclusive content. They're doing the, the what's it, Zom 100, and I think there's a um, there's another one. There was a Witch of Mercury panel and a bunch of other things. Right? There's a bunch of great pan, bunch of great panels. Um, so she writes down on this piece of paper and says, like, here are the three things that you can go to on this day. And to be honest with you, I had no interest in them because one, I had no idea who any of them were. Um, she just wrote down the people that were representing. She didn't write down. There were apparently studios there, like Studio Wit and Studio Trigger and all this other stuff like that. But she wrote down the names of them, the people that was representing. So I was like, I don't know any of these people at all. Um, so I said, you know what? Whatever what do I need to be able to do this? And you're like, Oh, you're supposed to sign this release and all this other stuff like that. And I'm like, Oh, okay. So I asked about the interviews. I was like, okay, so, you know, we're a podcast. So we need to get in there and we need to be able to record. Oh, you guys can't record anything. And I was like, excuse me. <laughs> I was like, what? And they were like, yeah, a lot of the people there, a lot of studios, there requiring them people not to record it. Or if you record it, you can't release it. You can only recap it. And I said, what? I was like, and then they were like, oh, 
if you also are recapping it, you need to send them the episode so they can listen to it, so they can tell you if there's anything you need to take out before you can release it. And I was just like... Ah. <laughs> so that Friday, I was completely blown. I was like... I met with Jay. Jay was amazing. Um, I had that entire thing, but I was completely blown. I said, you know what? Saturday is going to be a new day. Saturday, we'll figure this thing out and how we go about this. But essentially from there, I said, you know what? I'm not even going to worry about any interviews because to not, we released this when we were, this is coming out. So record this on Sunday. It's coming out tomorrow. There's no way I can send this for someone to listen to this. And also expect the same kind of like response back in a timely fashion as we were handling this issue before. Um, so I said, you know what? It doesn't matter. I'll just give my own experience. I don't need to send it or I don't need to do anything. We'll just talk. So to me, this was like the most aggravating kind of like press experience for a con that I've ever kind of like been to. And part of it's my fault for putting the lookout. But then I feel like a part of it's their fault where it's like it took a month for us to like get through that entire process. And I still don't they didn't actually even send it to my actual email. So I was pretty upset. Um, and um, this is the, the the I think this was the most me just recapping this now was probably the most uh, calm I sounded kind of going through this because I if you guys know me, which both of you do. I'm about like, when it comes to the pod, I'm very like, all right, we're making this happen. We're doing this. We're getting these opportunities. We're we're gonna have these special content. We're gonna have to figure this out and do all this other stuff like that. And not being able to get anything or kind of like show anything for it made me feel like I went there, and I was just like chilling. Um. So on our Instagram page, there's some couple of videos. There's a couple of pictures. And I think that's going to end up being it outside of this podcast. But that's why I'm pretty much upset with this weekend. I also thought Anime NYC just kind of like felt different this year. Um, amazing cosplays. Oh my god. So many great cosplay. Hey, um, the cosplay game has been... Going up. It's, it's going been, crazy, right? Like, like, everybody been firing off getting, splinters. Man. Hey, like, bro, where are y'all getting these materials from? At this point, I'm like, y'all it's gotta give up like, a plug. And it'd be stuff for, like, stuff that hasn't been released yet. You get, you know, when an anime comes out, you'll see, like, some of the hottest stuff, like, other latest trends. I'll be seeing a lot of the manga cosplays. I'm like... That's what I'm saying. You like, listen, we on a different level now. It's Ooh, crazy. Let me tell you, I saw so many... Well, I saw a couple Maki, like, post-Shibuya Incident Maki. Um, I saw <laughs> Shoujo, I mean, Ghetto with the American flag on his head, which I still find hilarious. <laughs> um, and a lot of things. But, yeah, nah, the manga part of it is, like, I love that part of it because, one, it shows that people, like, read manga and, and, and absorb it in that way. Um, but it's also, like, a appreciation for like i guess the culture of it all i think i think when we see stuff like that with like they're just a manga cosplays with anime usually like i don't think this year had like a really big like splashy anime to be honest with you like last year i would say last year was the big chainsaw man one because every other person was like power or chainsaw man like 
everyone. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it was crazy. Or or um, Maki, Maki Makima. Yeah. Um, so that was crazy because it had just come out, like literally, still probably like six, seven episodes in, and it had just come out. But everyone had their own um, thing. So I thought the cosplay this year was like ten out of ten. Like everyone showed out and it, and it's been crazy but i want to ask you guys um about kind of like the con experience i feel like it's definitely been a conversation over the last year um regarding certain things regarding um access regarding paying for things regarding uh you know just the general disdain of like con culture from the less of from the people side and more so from the organizations that are kind of like running it kind of thing. Has there any been, I want to ask, have you had a really good experience and a really, really bad experience that you would like to share that you feel, and the bad experience is something that you feel like could be rectified really, really easily. I want to ask AD first. Yeah, AD, you got um, all the cons. Because I can't yeah. even really say I've ever had, like, a bad experience. I mean, if I went to Anime NYC this year, if, we, you know, if I was there, we did, you know, have any, had to go through that, too. I would say this would have been my first, like, quote-unquote bad experience with uh, an anime or t- any type of, like, nerd con. Um, yeah, I can't really think of anything bad, though. But AD probably got hella stories. I, I honestly like I can't even say like bad for real. Like I only been to for outside of DreamCon going this year. I've only ever been to the Atlanta cons and MomoCon, Anime Weekend Atlanta. They've for the most part on the um professional side, on the side of like, you know, getting press and interviews and everything like that. All of it's been pretty straightforward. They give us the times, you know, they they'll release the schedule at least a week in advance so that you know, we can see who all is coming and what times we can register for, how long. I heard y'all asses here. got that schedule at midnight. But <laughs> <laughs> me and Jay, listen, because me, me and Jay also went to uh, Anime Weekend Atlanta. We've been to the last two of them together. So you see some of the content on that. But I will say, like, this year was probably the worst in that regard. But at the same time, I'm not upset because last year we did, like, six interviews like it's not it's not on the youtube channel but we have a lot of backlog content from you know uh we got matt shipman we got some other people who we interviewed and everything like that and all the interviews are good i just haven't had time to get to that but in terms of this year and doing all the interviews and getting them all set up we got the people that we wanted to we got we got some very special clips with veronica taylor on the first voice actor for ash catch and we got kyle albert you know what i'm saying and just talking with them, it, it, in that regard, we we were okay. But at the same time, like, there was a moment where they were trying to time us for a Kyle, and we got there. So here's how it went. We had uh, Veronica Taylor on Friday, Caitlin Barr on Saturday, and then Kyle LaBear on Sunday. And so Kyle was, like, I want to say at noon or something like that. And the way that Anime Weekend Atlanta used to work because they're moving it to the momocon location downtown this year um uh next year uh but this year it was at a hotel so we usually like 
whenever I go, I go with a couple of my friends. We all go up to the hotel or whatever like that, get some brunch uh, before they stop serving at noon. So we got there at like 11, 11.30, and we see Kyle just sitting there chilling before his whole, uh, before his interview with us. And he's just having lunch and everything. He's sitting there for like a good 30 minutes. Mind you, our time to interview him is only like 15. And there was a time where we, when we first got the press for AWA, they only told us we had a, um, I had an interview with them beforehand, but they only gave me five minutes for that interview. Like, so imagine the time span from like getting only five inter- minutes to just like get some rapid fire questions off. They knock on the door and then tell us, Oh, you, you know, time's up. You got to go. And this was the first year that we had AW, like we got press for anything. Um, so the fact that we got that kind of treatment was kind of, you know, some BS, but they've been treating us better beyond that. You know what I'm saying? Um, last year was great. This year was pretty good, but the, the time that we could have had to interview him at lunch, like just sitting there chilling and we only get that 15 minutes versus the 30 minutes that we really could have just been sitting down and we laughed about it too. You'll hear it in, um, it's a little outtake cut or whatever like that, but we talked about it before we started the actual interview. Um, like we could, yeah, man, we could have just sitting there having brunch, talk to you about Gohan, talk to you about uh Eisen and shit, man. Like, and a lot of these voice actors are cool. Like, it's nothing wrong with the actual like experience down here. I think the only bad experience I've really had is with DreamCon in a sense, and that was just because of like the requirements it takes to even you know get into the press and get into some of the behind the scenes interviews and stuff like that. Yeah. With the Atlanta, like the Atlanta. Do you know? Eight. Do you know anyone who did press at DreamCon? Like anyone who like no. legit? Oh no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I yeah. heard about some people, but they also they're changing up a lot of stuff where panelists have to like uh pay to go this year or next year. Where can I? You no. Go ahead. Finish up. Oh, no, I was going to say the panelists for this year, like you, you get inspired and you see a lot of creative minds in the backspace and like you see a lot of fans and everything. And when they had their panels, you can see some of the passion that they wanted to push forward for the black. Community. Right now. I, I thought that was cool. So, yeah, that's it. No, the panel thing, kind of like the paying thing for it. Um, if I have to pay for a panel, they better be some great AV that's attached to it because yeah. <laughs> like yeah. if I'm investing this you know this much into it but i had to also say another thing that i learned about um anime nyc this year was for the artists alley i'm not sure if they do this at your your um con but the i know they have artists alley no but um they were making them pay to use the wi-fi um oh word they had to pay to use the wi-fi so with all their like little like payment devices the little ipads and all this other stuff like that they had to pay to use the Wi-Fi, so a lot of them were taking. Apparently, they were only taking cash only or something along those lines because they were told that they had to pay for Wi-Fi. Like that's an extra fee on top of it. And I was just like, first of all, I'm pretty sure they had to buy these tables. Like I feel like you could have included it in the fee, but like even that, I was just like. And first of all, the Wi-Fi was terrible. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Wi-Fi was it's ter- always, I don't want to. I'll say this. Terrible. AWA also gave us our own separate router too. So like, if we were in that space, like, oh we y'all, that's our Wi-Fi. Like they they turned. Oh, us that's good Southern yeah. hospitality right there. Because yeah, we that that is. Shit. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Javits be like, hey nigga, use this same shit. Everybody Bro, I I opened my laptop the first day. I didn't bring back my laptop the second day because it made no sense. I opened my laptop the first day trying to get onto the internet. I could not at all. Like it would not connect. And I'm saying, you know, one of the ladies is connected to the internet and she's I think low-key she had a password thing and she just ain't want to share it. I was like, you you, you file for that, miss. But um <laughs> 
it, like I could not get onto the internet. So I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to have to live upstairs with anything that I'm doing. Uh, but no, nah, I think um, a lot of the conversation surrounding, especially DreamCon this year, first of all, I think there's a lot of like, part of me is like, there's a lot of, there's justified complaints. And I think there's also like complaints that are a little bit overstepping, like what you need to care about, like justified complaints from the standpoint of like, Oh, it costs more. I understand that. Listen, but at the end of the day, like, again, my thing is, um, especially for cons when they're like, Oh, the th- why does the three day ticket cost this much? Why does this cost this much? I'm like, then don't take the three day ticket. Like, if you feel like it's a major problem with the price, and I think um, what Anime NYC did this year, I think because they added all that extra tax to it, they're like, what? You're bugging. Like, these $3.99 tickets were end up going for, like, four thirty seven, And then they just, like, took off the tax. I don't know how the fuck you do that in New York City, but whatever. But... There are a lot of, like, I think, complaints about pricing and stuff like that. I'm trying to figure out what are the other things that we kind of seen. Let um, me ask. Uh, do y'all have... Is, is the con 24 hours? Like, is it an all-day, all-night affair? No, nah, I mean, it closes eventually. I ain't never been there when it closed, but it closes eventually. <laughs> I, I think the latest... I think the... I mean, I know they Don't do tell me Atlanta's 24 hours. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What? That's Atlanta culture right there, bro. Fucking, no, but like, like turn it into don't a get strip me, club. That's don't get crazy. me wrong. Don't get me wrong. There's the after parties. There's everything like that. But like, yeah, but like, even then, I'm joining saying that like 11. And like, they're they not. Have that, but you're still like, there are certain parts of the con that you can't walk through. But as far as like some of the main buildings and entrances and everything like that, they'll sometimes have panels or like viewing rooms where people would just show anime all night. Like, you could just sit in there. That's crazy. All- yeah. That's yeah, so nah. wild. That's nuts, bro. People already complain about the smell at cons, bro. Don't be there all night, bro. Like, <laughs> and they ain't leave all three days. Vending machines for that. They got vending machines for all the hygiene that you need, which is crazy to say. Like, but people really do spend all night at a con. Like, people will bring sleeping bags, sit outside, and hang with their friends in packs. Like, just go sleeping. home. Like, <laughs> what? Nah, really that I'm being a hater. <laughs> I mean, no, but nah, like that'd be like, if you don't want to pay for the hotel or something, that's kind of nuts. Like to spend all night there. I mean, I guess you could in theory, but nah, all night, that's kind of nuts. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting thing. I think, um, in terms of the dream con and just, yeah, the experience that we had with the press doing for it, um, I think they did require a lot, um, which is, which is kind of weird because at the end of the day, I think the main thing of DreamCon that it felt like for the community and a lot of people, I think, had issues with a lot of things moving forward because it felt like they were alienating the community that they were trying to represent. But I also feel like in a sense, like to grow is not necessarily alienating your community, but doing things that also enhance your own reach and um, and, and, and coming up and implementing kind of like rules and stuff or, or new things that like increases the business of the con, for instance, like it takes a lot, I'm assuming it takes a lot of money and it takes actually a lot of like state mandated things 
to make an actual con run. Like to event, we couldn't fathom what the amount that you have to do to do this. I think everyone feels like you're just renting a place and do this all the stuff, but there's so many steps in terms of like security, getting clearance for the state, getting clearance for sound, getting clearance for everything that I think a lot of people don't take into account. Um, when it comes to cons, and I think our interview with Peter Tatara last year kind of like let us in a little bit on like the 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 massive scheduling thing and like how do you deal with something like for instance when COVID like when the first case of Omicron was at Anime NYC and like how you necessarily deal with that. I forgot um, all about that. And of course, somebody from Minnesota oh, yeah. was the first person to get it. Have my phone blowing up crazy that day. <laughs> well, listen. I'm sure it was there at this con too, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, but I don't want to say anything. I don't want to jinx it. But um, it was it was definitely an experience. I would say probably all right. So the best what are what are kind of like the best experiences? What makes a con for you, for instance? Like for instance, this year was the first year I didn't go to any panels, and I felt weird regarding that because I think a large part of anime NYC is the discovery and the cultures and the panel and stuff like that. I think I just missed all of my main thing is they'll do like, I have this one beef with anime NYC and I'll, and I'll say with this, they do this thing where I feel like certain panels. And to be honest with you, it feels like a lot more of the, I don't want to accuse them of anything, but it feels like a lot more of the black panels um, will either be stupid fucking early or stupid fucking late. <laughs> like it will either be at eleven o'clock as people are still coming in, or at nine o'clock when no one really is staying there anymore. And you really gotta be out. You really, if you're there at one o'clock, you really gotta stay eight hours to like think for this con. Um, but I didn't go any panels this year. I think last year, LJ and I, we went to a couple of panels and then we also split things. Like you went to the um I went to the Love is War. There you go. That one. And I went to the Love is War screening. And were you at the did you go to the um Trigun one? Was I or was I there alone? No, we were both there. We were both at the Trigun. Okay. And we did the Trigun thing and shit like that. Um 80. No, no, we were able to divide and conquer a lot of that mm-hmm. stuff though. Yeah, because we had a you know we couldn't be everywhere at the same time. Like I'm doing a panel, but at the same time, Isayama speaking, which was the worst heartbreaking thing that I've ever like not being able. shout out to everyone who didn't go to the Isayama. I have no, maybe they just didn't get tickets because we had a pretty packed room for the panel that I was on, but it was, it was crazy. And Crunchyroll had their own, like the section where I had the panel last year, LJ Crunchyroll had that entire up floor section thing like they packed it out and they had their yeah. own experience and they had live activation they had the activations i think the con was missing on the main floor they had this like activation for jujitsu kaisen where you could walk into a domain expansion <laughs> oh that's hard that's that was hard. nuts i didn't get on it because the line was long 24 hours a day every day there <laughs> the line was and i'm not a big line person um that's why i have press but <laughs> it was that was hard, and that was amazing as well. AD, coming from your kind of experience, what what makes cons for you, like especially over in Atlanta? Um, man, realistically, everything that you well, we ain't got no domain expansions happening over here. I'll tell you that for sure. We, <laughs> have that, we might. Y'all need to tell Crunchyroll pull up. 
Um, but it's always Crunchyroll actually uh, sponsors Anime NYC. That's why they're there. Oh no! So High Dive and Sentai Filmworks does AWA. I don't think there's. I don't think they're. High Dive was there too. High Dive was uh, at uh, Anime NYC. Okay. Um, but we don't see anything like that here. For the most part, it's usually just um, the voice actors coming in. They have their own panels. So uh, this year at Momocon, we had all the voice actors, not all the voice actors, but we had Gojo, Yuji, and I think Nobara, uh, the English voice actors at Momocon. We also had Johnny Young Boss have like full uh, panel. Um, those are probably the main things that we'll see. We really don't get any like studio premieres or studio anything like that. Um, Unless it's coming from High Dive, and we'll get a lot of their voice actors. Like we got uh, Shannon Reed last year. We got Bill Butts. Um, yeah, man. I don't think. So, what oh, makes it fire? Like, what makes the cons fire? Like, when you go there, when you oh, go there multiple years in a row. It's really just seeing like the people, like it's really the community. I'm not gonna hold you. It's always just like seeing who shows up in the best cosplays. Like, how can we turn the 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 lobbies up there are times where um in you know in the summertime when we have momocon there are people who is playing music like 2 a.m out in the courtyard outside of the um in downtown atlanta outside of the cnn center and everything like that they're just blasting a lot of music no matter what it is and you'll see a bunch of people in cosplays all throughout the night just walking up and down the streets um it's kind of the same thing like that's kind of the same thing at awa though this year it wasn't as lit, I'm not gonna hold you. This year, they they kind of like ruined it because uh, the <laughs> hotel. It, the problems with AWA this year were mainly with the hotel itself. They didn't want people like up in the middle of the night causing like trouble. They didn't want like that. niggas niggering up yeah. their business. Yeah. <laughs> I will show you. I can show you footage from last year when when folks was just turning up. I was twerking in the lobby, lobby and they didn't want that this year. Crazy. <laughs> and then this year, it's quiet. Like no, no music, course. no DJ. Nobody in there whatsoever. It was a ghost. Like the owner walked in, I was like, "What the fuck is going on here?" Ted Turner walked in, (laughs) and it was just crazy. Like that's that's one thing I will say. Like for for this particular con and how Atlanta cons usually go, the the spirit was kind of lost in there, and I think that's why next year they're gonna have it in the same location as Momocon because. It's it's a more open space. It's more freedom. You're in downtown Atlanta. You're going to be seeing the nightlife. It's not just going to be like, and then it's usually, well, I will say this. They usually have it on Halloween weekend, but now they're moving it to December. So I don't know how that's really going to go. Like, well, a lot shit. of these times are shifting. Like, Yeah, I'm interested why. Yeah, I don't know. con season is, I don't know. I don't know when exactly con season is. I low-key actually do feel like it's like fall, winter. <laughs> It's usually holidays here. It's like so we got Momocon for Memorial Day. We have one called Dragon Con that's like Labor Day. And then for AWA it was um Halloween weekend. So we'll try to have something like every you know, every big major event. And so when was DreamCon? Was DreamCon around July fourth or No, it was like late July. Oh, okay. It did that was in Austin. They wanted yeah. to die. That bit was bro. That shit was death. I'm not gonna hold you. <laughs> you step no. outside you immediately suffocated by the heat dog i'm telling you it was no i think one of the i guess the un, the underrated parts of it i think if you go to the like for me i go but the way my body is set up and my flat feet are set up i'm in pain by the end of the day so by yeah. the time it's the end for me i want to go home like i just want to lie down i can tell you i when i got in my bed last night 
I made all kinds of noises getting in my bed. Um, <laughs> you get out your shoes, man. You get, but, you get let your feet breathe. But there is like the post anime thing. Like um, I think LJ last year was it? You went to Shonen Pump last year, or was it the year before? Yeah, it was last year. I went to Shonen Pump. Shout out to Carlos and them, man. Yeah, Come yeah, on. yeah. And and yeah. and um, we gotta get my cousin back on this show. Jay, yeah, we, we're going to get Carlos back for sure. Jay definitely, Jay went this year and had an amazing time. I'm sure he'll tell it on his podcast because he was seeing all types of stuff. But um, he went there. That boy was out there moving crazy. That New York he, trip done changed, Jay. Boy, <laughs> you done he, seen his pictures he was posting? He ain't need a homie. He ain't need a guide. He had everything he need. He had a sense of adventure and... <laughs> fanny pack and a sense of adventure and he was ready to go anywhere that he needed to go so he didn't really he went to eden con he went to every like it's just everywhere like so shout out to him but i think that's also an underrated part of it is like the post thing and just and i think it's more so the community they saw everybody was at the parties and it wasn't even like see here's the thing about i think the black anime experience it's like it's definitely a strong community like a very i can't vouch for white anime experience because i don't know what that is um youtube videos the uh, racism anything <laughs> but <laughs> but i can't vouch for that but i know the black um experience is definitely like community parties um fam it's like it's real big community and i think that's what because like for instance go to i don't want to spoil i mean i don't know what jay's gonna i'm pretty sure i know what jay's gonna talk about on this podcast this week and it's anime nyc and then what he's supposed to be talking about but (laughs) (laughs) but again he was like yo i met Zeno at the party and he was doing all this and i met rdc world at the party and they were doing that like these are like it doesn't come off as like a too cool for school type of thing. It's like everyone is enjoying the vibe. Everyone who's part of the community, whether you're a notable voice actor, a notable presence, influencer, all this other stuff like that, like you're pulling up to enjoy yourself and have a good time with the people that you've kept in contact with or people who are fans of you or people you just kind of like want to hang out with. Like it's all been fun. So that's an underrated part, I think, of the kind yeah. experience. Yeah, for sure. Um, I feel like just in general, I don't know. I'm still kind of like sour from this year, but um, I'm not like letting it hold against. I'm more sour because I go to work to work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like my yeah. brain is just like function that way. But um I mean, what are kind of like other, in terms of just experiences, like like cons, what do you feel like could be done? Because AD, you were at DreamCon. DreamCon was the big little girl came on TikTok. I was like, cancel DreamCon because niggas don't know how to act. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What would you say? What would you say? And that go, this goes for you, you know, LJ as well, because you've been at a NYC. Maybe there are things that could be done better there as well. Like, what would you say or something, especially at DreamCon AD? Because that seems to be, like, the subject. You can pick, you know, MomoCon and AWA as well. But what would you like to see, like, done better? Or what you think could be done better um, with the people in, like, the community and stuff like that? Or, like, just as a con, like, run this shit better? Um, well, the main thing to me is like, 
lower the requirements, man. Lower the requirements. Because you have a lot of people, like, you see that there are many people who are fans of you and your work. Um, and there are people who are also trying to break into the, you know, whatever that it is that the content social, world. Yeah, the content world. You know, people are trying to get involved and everything like that. Just lower the requirements. It's it, it started out as a community thing, right? You know, mm -hmm. still make it a little bit more community. You see that the the community is growing by the years. Like there are more people getting involved. I see I see parents getting their kids to talk about more anime and manga and stuff like that. I just oh, went yeah. to Barnes and Noble the other day, and then this lady's talking about her uh, son is in the manga section. Uh, picking up more stuff because he's becoming a bigger fan of things like that. And you see, like, as we started this change and grow and get more involved with things around us with technology and starting to talk more about the things that we love with other people who aren't, you know, just in our neighborhoods, we're getting together, going to cons, meeting up at cons. Like, that was the big thing for DreamCon. People are meeting up from, from Twitter, from, like, wherever mm. they see each other on social media, and they're getting together, and they're going to these cons, and they're wanting to hang out with each other and enjoy the vibe and the experience. And I think you should... Just to make that a little bit more friendly for the people who are trying to come you know what i'm saying and as well as make it a little bit more open i feel like i don't know if this is me being spoiled by atlanta cons being 24 hours but i feel like that changes the game when you got people um able to go to things that they've that they paid their money to go to you know what i'm saying right like, and it doesn't even have to be like a special event it's just being in the atmosphere of the con in general you know what i'm saying like Right. After DreamCon, like after DreamCon closed, I think DreamCon closed at like nine. All the people who are like twenty one and up or eighteen and up could only go to like two certain events. Or other than that, they had like a whole strip for of bars, or you know, people broke off to their own type of venues and their own kickbacks or whatever like that. Um, <clears throat> and that's all cool, you know what I'm saying? But like for the people who are still there, and I see it every now and again. I catch your, I capture footage on our, our cons. Um, you know, after hours, just seeing what the vibe is like, seeing what people are doing, how are they getting involved? There's something else, you know, going on at the con. And I think that's something that gets people a little bit more connected when they're able to do something outside of regulated hours. Like, you know, you right. can have all, all these people there and, you know, involved in the con, but what happens after that? What if people didn't get a chance to make the genuine connection that they could? You know what I'm saying? You're, no, that's, that's a fact. Yeah. So it's just that's probably the one thing. Allow it to be a little bit more open and accessible to the community because at the end of the day, cons are a community thing. It's the anime community. It's the gaming community. It's the social media community that allows you to bridge these things together, you know? So that's probably one thing. What about you, LJ? Um, I think it's hard for me to say, like, man, I wish these cons, you know, did this or that better because, to be fair, like, the cons that I've been to is Anime NYC and the the Twin Cities con here. And in both, I was pretty spoiled. Like, even with Twin Cities con, um, like, it was pretty relaxed. Like, even when I had to go pick up my panelist badge and stuff like that, like, in the, the guy who was our point person... He didn't turn in any of his papers. He didn't turn them in late. So my name wasn't on the list. But I just told him, like, hey, I'm on this panel. I'm at this da 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 He was like, um, you look important. <laughs> yeah, essentially. I just told him, hey, man, this is the panel I'm on. They're like, okay, cool. Hey, you man, LJ me. from The Lookout. And he was like, say no, say no more. I know who you are. <laughs> you know, but, like, you know, I said they gave my stuff no issue and, and whatnot. 
and it was cool. It was, like I said, it was very streamlined. I think that's just the thing, though. Like, all the issues that I'll say, like, you know, could this be fixed? They're not really issues that I had to deal with, just things that I saw, like, you know, getting, you know, getting your badge and getting online, you know, getting in line and, like, you know, people get, like, that first year Anime NYC just to get in the venue was crazy. Nah, it but, was nuts. It was, but it like, was not the, enjoyable. But the year after, though, it was completely different. They streamlined it better. People were able to get in faster. People were able to get their stuff checked faster. So I just think, like, um, and obviously when you have that many people in one building, one setting, it's so hard. There's so many different variables that you don't know could happen that could possibly happen. So it's kind of like you have to, like, you know, you kind of, you know, got to adapt as it's going on. So I just think that as cons grow and gain experience, even the DreamCon thing, it's just like, bro, you know, I don't know what their numbers were fully like, but I know I'm pretty sure they receive exponential growth from the first year they did it to last year. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. And so it's like, yeah, you, you know, there's some things they could have done better in terms of probably badges and press. And I still think that the press thing, um, I want to say like, lower your standards but once again just streamline it and allow allow would, just people of different levels to have access to different things like i do right. i feel you know what i'm saying like i, I agree with the sh- i agreed with the little girl's point of i won't say little girl she probably grown girl but i agree with the girl's point of like i think her major point was like the point of contention was i bought a platinum badge and they were niggas who was not platinum <laughs> in my section <laughs> having fun and i couldn't even go see the things i wanted to see because they got filled up because they just allowed anybody in anything yeah and that's what i'm saying like you like upholding what it is like i get it man like everybody's fans here and everybody's this and everybody's that but at the end of the day if i'm spending money to have certain level of access and a certain level of things and i see people who didn't spend that same amount of money still getting them level of access to things, I'm going to hate a little bit and be like, hey, so what was the point of me buying this when I could have just bought that and got the same thing, you know? So it's like, I get that. And, I, under, you know, like, once again, it's just things of, of holding, you know, holding true to the guidelines, holding true to the boundary line, and also to, um, you know, just, like, like once again, having processes and things be just streamlined and easier for people to um, <clears throat> have you know, have access to, I don't, and like, the funny thing is, is that anytime I hear about someone complaining about a con, it's never like, oh, they didn't have this or didn't have that. It's usually just something more of like, it made their experience not go as smoothly as it possibly could. And it's just like, as long as people's like experiences can go smooth and you're able to kind of get in and get out of places now, granted, like once again, you can't go into a con expecting like, I'm going to see and do everything because I mean, that's not true. Like I learned that on my first con, like I'm not fun to see and do everything like this. And plus when you've been to one con, you've seen a lot of the same shit anyway. It's really a lot. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're all there. The layouts, a lot of it, like a lot of the things are different. Now you may have just different, you know, vendors or different, this or different, that. I walked cool. in and knew the lay of the land immediately. Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, it's pretty easy to figure out, but also too, it's just like, man, you got to, you know, these, um, you know, the people who are putting on the cons, these entities and whatnot, I think they just have to continue to figure out like, okay, I think you should hear people out. I don't think you should take a lot of it to heart. 
Um, like even the DreamCon stuff, I'm just like, man, like I hope none of them guys are taking what the internet is saying to heart because at the end of the day, when them drop their badges and they drop them tickets again, they're probably gonna sell out again, and people are still gonna want to go, and people are still gonna be able to buy. Like, I seen people complaining about anime NYC go- changing to going to the end of August. They're like, oh man, we got all these cons going back to back to back, and they're so close together. I'm just like, cool, go to the ones you want to go to, and the ones you don't really care about, don't go. Like, it's a once again, people are creating issues for themselves. And it's like, is that really an issue, or is this kind of like, you know, figure it out. If you got the bread to go to all of them, go to all of them. If you can't see of them, like all of them, to be honest, there's two things. One, you're not really missing out on much because you've just been to three different cons and they're pretty much the same. Two, whatever you're missing out on, I am sure there is a there is a platform like the Lookout. There's a website. There is there's a, a website. There is an interview. There's a YouTube page that will recap or tell you like like you know what I'm saying. Like there's nothing I, that I stays see things speak. immediately. Like, yeah, like there's nothing like there's no news or information at these cons that stays super secret. Like exactly, it, the main like, thing everything is going to come with out. Your friends plan like if you really want to see your friends, man, plan the kind that you want to go to. And it's easy and it's simple, bro. Like I think that, um, yeah, like I said, but like back to AD's point of like lowering the. I, I I'm not gonna say I fully disagree with that. I just think that it should be an easier process to apply for press, and I think that in terms of I feel that it, it should be kind of a, a, a thing of like, you know, everybody gets a little something, but there's also people who have been putting in some really crazy work, you know, like us and whatnot, and who have gotten some real experience under our belt. And I like, you know, listen, hey, these people have been working hard and da da da, and they got some credentials, they got this. Okay, maybe they can score an extra interview or two than people who are just starting off. But it's just like, it, you got, you know, giving people space and place to allow themselves to grow. And allow themselves to reach a threshold. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, give a little, you know, give a little, take a little, man. Like, it's not, it's not bad though. I agree. I agree. I, first of all, I agree with both of you guys, and I think you both of you guys put together some amazing points. I think, um, one, I think the 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 accessibility of it is, I don't know. There's a, I feel like, in terms of what I would probably improve. I mean, from a press standpoint beyond just the kind of like issues this year, I think I want to have a much more diverse pool of people to talk to. Um, And I think when you look at, for instance, an anime NYC or an AWA, and you look at kind of like the base of people there, you want to be able to have guests that are not only important to the people there, but also reflective of who they are. Anime and, and New York City, one of the most diverse p- places on earth. Atlanta, one of the most diverse places on earth, kind of. Um, but yeah, <laughs> they just have a really big airport. That's yeah, they, you know, people come in and out that airport every day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, <laughs> but um, you want, I think, to have people and be able to give access to people or at least strive for access for people um, who are reflective of that community like i would you know what would be cool to interview the old spanish voice actor for goku who was on telemundo who did all them voices back in the day and maybe they don't speak english but to be honest with you half the niggas on the panel ain't speak english either (laughs) that's why they brought translators in for them um but to have those kind of people and just being able to now you have like spanish-speaking publications or 
anyone who covers a podcast from like Latin America or something along those lines and who covers anime able to like feel like, oh, I can come in and finally get this thing and finally get my shine. Um, I'm gonna wait for you know 5 0 to finish doing his thing, but also, like, I think one of the amazing things like two years ago, which was like again. I looked at two years ago and you saw the guest list and it was again, RDC and Iris, um, um, Zeno, um, what's my man's name? Oh, I don't want to forget oh, his Vader. name. Vader. I mean, Vader was there last year as well, but like, oh my God, what's his name? He's the voice actor for what's his face in um, Tokyo Revengers. Um, that we didn't get an interview because we couldn't get in at the certain time that we wanted to get in anyway. Um, oh, I know you're talking about. I can't remember his name too. Shout out to Kudo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gonna we gotta get him anyway. We yeah. tell him this story. Um, hold on, let me see. AJ Beckles. There you go. There you go. So wanted to get his name, but like I think two years uh, ago we a, had a, a, a sniper. Right, right. At that. A sniper. Oh. It's um, a sniper. Shout out to AJ. Now I remember that first year. That first year was an eye opener to me. Hey, shout out to AJ, man. <laughs> I, 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 they were probably already dating, but whatever. But um, but nonetheless, you're funny as fuck. But <laughs> nonetheless, sniper. so so yeah. right uh, there, right there, right. You already have representation. You know. Um, Latin or Hispanic representation, you have black representation, you have LGBTQ representation, you have all these things as opposed to talking to, again, the same studios that everyone else talked to and then have them wanting to present this thing or not even being able to get your interviews actually cleared. So now you have this incredibly, or you have to submit questions beforehand and they have to clear the questions before you can say them. And then you end up having this very homogenized interview that everyone else has. When everyone comes from these different backgrounds and experiences and they want to ask these certain questions in a different way, I don't. we don't ask on the lookout the same questions that other anime podcasts would ask. We just don't. And the, it, we want to be able to like, that's why it was so important we get in there and we talk to the Vaders and we talk to the Xenos and we talk to everybody that we talk to because we come at from a different point we come at from a different vantage point. We just want to be able to kind of like represent that. I think front facing the guests at that, because I know this year to me, the guests were kind of lacking in terms of like from a diverse standpoint, it had a cast of things. I honestly think there was only like three black people on the talent thing. And it was, you know, it was um, one of them is a DJ. And then one of them, I'm not even sure is black because he's under a mask, but um, they, and, and, and just kind of like figuring out a lot more and having that much more diverse representation instead of it being like, I think they took anime con too serious, too stringent to the point of just like anime and understand that there's also cultures that are part of this entire thing. Um, I also think uh, I'm also jealous with the press. I need legit like access to people. It would be great to be able to network with people and have them and stuff like that. But I also think um, what was in, what was the I, I agree with you in terms of like give these con especially DreamCon. I'm saying more so DreamCon. I'm saying give them room to figure it out. I don't think we need to be holding six hour Twitter spaces complaining for things 
that I mean, honestly, fill out the form because I know they have a form. Is like, listen, everyone had these problems this year, and they want to kind of like talk about it. So I suggest them, everyone, fill out the form. Anime NYC, I fill out the form every year in terms of what I liked and what I disliked. Um, yeah, that's the I, thing too. Like, like you said, it's just like that's why I like the whole like Twitter discourse online kind of gets frustrating because it's just like a lot of these cons do have like a. A, a way where you could submit like AL, hey, these are the problems and these are the things that and I right. feel that when people go online and make these big shows of things that's kind of like alright like you know but there's also that things that experience people like there are people there are things that people don't know that goes into actual cons like for that's what instance I'm the reason why prices could change is because contracts of like security people or contractors or just even the things that takes it electricians everything that it takes to actually make sure the con goes according to plan permits all these other stuff all of that because of the inflation and rising of costs over the last number of years all of that changes so what makes you think that the price to get in and the convention would wouldn't change when all of these aspects aspects go into it as well. That's why I'd say, like, listen, if you can't afford to go, or if you feel mad about these prices, or if you look and you see like the anime NYC plus Pratt plus pass, and you're like $3.99, like this, I'm just like, bro, don't pay for it. Go on Saturday. It's the same shit. <laughs> you know what no, I'm saying? Also say, That's the, the other thing. thing about go that, on though. Saturday. The Saturday one is always the best one. That's where they got most of the shit. With DreamCon, you only get a certain time to buy tickets, like for or passes or whatever like that. Like this time, they're doing it in season, so I think like the fall season just passed, and I they're gonna do a winter season and then a spring season. I think one more before actual DreamCon, like, and that's smart. It's smart, but at the same time, you're not allowing you know people who may want to buy the pass. Like you're allowing it in the same instance of like, all right. I can buy it at this certain time. But the way that they've gone and doing it at the certain times, they have to sit in the queue and you have to like go yeah. into the queue. It Yeah, because people usually crash it. That's my main thing. I I know when people like, buying it, it usually crashes whatever it was fucking supposed to do. But that's what I'm saying in terms of like buying the actual ticket. I think for the other cons, at least down here, you can buy them whenever the price just changes at the certain date, and once that yeah, 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 goes over, course. then it just goes up. But you can buy it at any time. That's why I'm like, why are you letting it get? Why are you giving yourself a chance for the system to crash instead of just like keeping it open throughout so that people can you know tally up? You'll see how the numbers rise. You'll see how much money you can actually pull in. Like you know, what I'm saying if you're worried about cost and inflation and everything like that, just keep it open. Keep the People will buy, and you'll really see how much you can actually afford, and you can see like how many people are actually going to attend. Because I think that was yeah. another thing of people are like, "But you sold all these tickets. How you know? How did you not know that twenty two thousand people were supposed to go up? You don't really budget for that in the beginning." Let me tell you something about this right now. We're currently sure. doing we currently doing shirts with the A Show. Buy A Show merch. A Show Please buy the merch. Buy it. Um, but. I can only the only data I have to go off of are the shirts that we sold last time. And I may either overshoot it and say like okay, I want to have extra or I may undershoot it. You don't really know until you think what you can say is I account for this and you don't really want to be like we going to only let 1400 people in. That's not you it, it 
that's not going to work or that doesn't fly. You want it to be an overall open experience for everybody. Mm. So you're going to let more people in. Um, so, so the issue with the tickets, I understand the tickets thing, but also like, I remember I saw somebody online was like, man, I remember when we used to walk and be able to get badges and tickets the day of and walk into them. I'm like, all right, you yeah. boomer. Like, yeah, but like, like it's, you, not, it's not, it's not the same no more. more. They're not the they sponsored <laughs> by they sponsored by Nintendo. They they got you know sponsored by they're 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 leveling up in a big big way. And I'm literally like at my job, I'm trying to like convince people like, yo, we need to be on this like because they're leveling up in a big way. Like you you see what just happened here. We need to make sure that happens. You know, I'm trying to like get people onto it, but it's um it's definitely something to worry about but i also think i want to trust them you can submit your thing but i also in their shoes of them being completely probably understaffed in most ways of planning a convention um trust them that okay this is the best way for them to do it without it going completely nuts and insane and being sold out because roughly i think the first when they before they had the like staggered dates I think they just sold out <laughs> in the first yeah. week. Like it would just sell out and no one would be able to buy it later anyway. Um anime anime NYC is a big difference because Javits Center is fucking huge. It is not a it is not a hotel. <laughs> it yeah. is not it is not like, anything. Got, yeah, Javits Center, Center is Where was massive. where was uh DreamCon at? Uh the Austin Convention Center downtown. Let me see how how much that shit holds. Yeah, we got let's compare and contrast. I'll, I'll look up Javits, and then they also they also had the hotel next door. I think it was the Marriott. So, so they branched see. it to like two different parts. I'm trying total space exhibit floor breakout room. Okay, they do not have how many people can fit here. Um, Just look up look up the capacity. That's one. Okay, all right. Austin. Yes. Yeah. Convention center capacity. It should could be cap. Um so it says okay, if I if you do eight hundred uh divided by six. Says I'm dividing thirty two hundred. Yeah, no way. center. <laughs> no way they say thirty two. Is it only because they had twenty two thousand people? Right thing? Hold on, let me. No, no, no. We're Javis, looking at the right Javis, thing. Javis Center, Javis Center says is is forty. Forty thousand people. Forty thousand people. Austin Convention Center. It probably the seating is maybe um, that, but look at all of us typing like nerds. Um, yeah. <laughs> hold on. Um, Let's the see. theater seating in the sports hall is fifty two hundred. The grand ballroom is almost four thousand, so that's about okay. nine thousand people. Right. Okay. Give or take. And so I'm assuming per day, you know, they got to get in there. Like we're only selling this amount of tickets per day and stuff like that. And it probably amounted to twenty two thousand people going, or twenty two thousand tickets sold, um, because that's the thing in wrestling about tickets sold and who actually went. But like that kind of stuff they have to be the ones to figure that out you know what i'm saying like let them do their job they're very understaffed underpaid 
under thing jobs, let them figure that out. And I think we need to give them grace to be able to figure that out. And I think we need to, I'm, I'm not giving grace about like niggas in platinum, not being in platinum. <laughs> I'm not giving them grace about that. I don't want no niggas who ain't paid $125 for this fucking ticket in my section. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I'm not giving them grace for that, but I do feel like we need to give them grace and like, yo, they planning this entire thing. They, they anticipate they're not building this to not give people a great fucking experience. You know what I'm saying? They wanted to be better experience than last year. WWE went last year and they recorded actual things that showed up on the show last year at DreamCon. That is massive. That is you know huge. What I'm like that's once again, man, like if you haven't been, I feel I just really feel like, man, if you haven't really ever been a part of a process of putting on something of that large scale, there are certain conversations and certain things you probably need to shut your mouth about. <laughs> like, yeah. I agree. Or, you know, or just like, once again, a lot of these places have ways to reach out to them, to send in your suggestions, you're sending your this. I feel that if you are a bunch of people who are just going online just to complain, and like that's starting to become the thing of just like, let me just go online and try to bash this and complain about these things. And sometimes you really read things and then you got all the other people that are ganging in, like, yeah, me too. And that, that, that. It's just like, bro, go to go to their thing and help them out without the suggestions instead of trying to go and embarrass them for your own some type of game. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. once again, especially if we want things that to, especially if we want things like this. To continue to grow and get bigger and continue to get more popular and continue to have bigger and better, you know what I'm saying? Like, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you want DreamCon to become one of the biggest cons to happen, you know, that that really has you know, black people at the forefront highlighting a community that we are all so proud to be a part of? Absolutely. You know, like, yeah. it's once again, I just think that. You know, complaints and all these things are, you know, critiques are very valid and people should listen to them. I just think there's a way to do it. And I feel like if it's, unless it's something truly detrimental that happened there where you're like, nah, the public, everybody needs to know, like, hey, this is my experience there. And this is like, oh, this is one of those situations. But other than that, man, like, I just, like you said, we got to be able to to give some grace, but also too, man, like, uh, you know, oh. People gotta hear critiques and whatnot and adjust to them. We gotta allow them to change and grow. Like, once, how do you? How the fuck do you? In in the, in any type of manner, how the fuck do you prepare for twenty thousand people? Yeah, right? when you don't, when you've never had them before. When so. you've never had twenty, and I bet you next year is gonna go up more. But they're gonna yeah, have yeah. thirty. You know what I'm saying? It's probably like, gonna be thirty five next year. You know, like that's one thing what? I can't say. Like you, you learn. Like they, they take the time to hear out the place. Like DreamCon, even though it was kind of interesting for them to have the space, they at least were sitting down and were able to listen to some people's complaints here and there. But at the same time, like you guys said, they have the forms to you know fill out because. They want it to be better. They want they want the recognition and publicity. They want the people to come in. And they want to say, "All right, we we made our mistakes. All right, we we see where we got right. We got all the feedback, especially like you know, they probably have direct lines of inner circle, outer circle, general public. You know what they're actually what people are actually saying in the comments and everything like that. Hashtags, you know. So I will say, hopefully next year for for them, we'll we'll see a brighter light, and they're they're taking the responses to heart, and you know, I know they were taking the responses to heart because they had some spicy tweets that were letting out. Yeah, wow, they were letting some spicy. 
there's a there's a cruise that they're planning from what i understand yeah that's sick yeah, a dream con cruise is sick that's sick. Uh, uh, anime cruise. I'm sorry. Now you're really asking for. I can't listen. I cannot. I can't condone no anime cruise. Listen, not trapped on a boat with anime fans. I'm Just mad. surrounded by a body of water. Get out by of here. a body of water. You get all these. Oh my gosh, that's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother they start time. Throwing people off like like they did on Yu Gi Oh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but with that said, I think ultimately we all are, I mean, if you can, um, but with that said, I think we're all just imploring people like, you know, cons aren't for everybody, but if you can go, if you can go with your friends, it's even better. If you can meet up with people that you uh, were friends with, or you enjoy anime with, or enjoy similar things as you definitely do that. Um, but this was a great discussion. Of course, thank you for AD for popping up once again. Um, the big eye boys is back. Want to yes, do a special? Want to do a special episode? <laughs> what are we gonna talk Can about? We? Hold up. I don't know. We got there's so much new manga. Talk about yeah. the comedy. The JJK is the latest comedy manga that's been uh tearing up the streets. Um. Oh wow, this guy. We good. Hey, <laughs> I will hit you. We gonna come back with a special yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good knee slapper right there. Um, but with so that said. Definitely. <laughs> no shiny baby? <laughs> Big shiny baby talk? Glowing baby talk? Big hey, glowing hey, baby. Oh, Listen. Yeah, yeah. Glowing Some baby hater. talk? Hey, world class hater. World class. <laughs> <laughs> glowing on, baby talk. Baby. Let's get it. A baby was getting too much attention. He's like, nah, not on my watch. But with that said, thank you guys, of course, for tuning in. You can follow the lookout at the lookout RNC on Twitter. <laughs> Make sure you follow us. Also, like, subscribe, and share any of the content that we put up from Anime NYC on our thing. Um, imminently, we will have all the content from AD and J Strip from AWA there. And we might also have some content from LJ from Twin Cities because um, he did a special panel. So we might have content for that. Stay tuned for that. Um, and I, of course, have no content from where I came from. But, you know, you can always like and, you know, share anything that we do post. Um. Yeah, thank you guys for tuning in, and uh, we'll be back next week with another episode. Meet us there. Don't beat us there, or beat us there. Take care. <laughs>